Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. Last summer, my little guy was all into planting sunflowers. He was in a wedding, a ring bear the fall before, and one of the wedding gifts was some packets of sunflowers. So somehow I managed to keep them and not lose them in my house, got all the way to spring, and it was time to go out and plant them. And I'm thinking, okay, we can do this. I used to love gardening. It used to be something I enjoyed so much. And then I have little ones and it just did not happen. My mom actually bought my son this this planter, this little flower pot, Uh, the summer before. And I just never got out to water. It was literally right outside my door and ended up back at her house because it was withering and about dead. So my, my flower growing skills as a new mom is just not there. But I'm like, okay, we can do these sunflowers. I think that these are pretty self-sustaining. We're going to do them. So we went out back behind our fire pit and I thought, well, this will be a beautiful spot. It looks like some good, some good soil. We can plant them. It'll be so pretty in the fall with all the sunflowers up over the fire pit. This will be great. So we pulled some weeds. We got to some good dirt. We put the seeds down, got a bucket of water and watered them and thought we were good to go. Well, we had a bunch of extra seeds. So we're walking up to the house. Some are falling all over the ground. We're just leaving a trail and we get up to the house and I see we have, we have a couple solo cups just sitting in the kitchen. I'm like, well, why don't we just fill those up with some nice dirt from some of my old flower pots and we'll just plant them up by the house so that he can have them and see them right outside the window. And hopefully these will work out good. So we did, we got two of them, we planted them and we sat them there and it was just like, fingers crossed, let's get these things growing. And my hope was in the ones in the fire pit. So the ones behind the fire pit started to grow. They did great. They were doing very well. Obviously the seeds that fell on the the path did not last. I'm pretty sure the birds were just following us, knowing us, knowing they were getting an easy meal. And then the one in the solo cup. So one of the solo cups did really well. And I actually started to see some growing, but then the other one got left out in a torrential downpour. It must've been further away from the house and the cup got so filled with water that the dirt literally ran out and there was no flowers coming from that one. So we were down to just one solo cup and then the few behind the fire pit. And the fire pit ones were doing great until one morning I walked out there and I was going to look at them. And all of a sudden I'm like, what happened to them? And I managed to see some stalks sticking up with some bites out of them. So clearly I assumed the deer had come by and ate all of my son's sunflowers. I'm just like, oh my goodness. So I look at the one, the one still growing up by the house that was in the solo cup, but obviously it is not going to last much longer. So I take it, we've got bigger flower pots up on the deck and I'm like, okay, let's move it into one of these bigger flower pots up on the deck because the deer don't normally come up there and just completely cross our fingers that these ones keep growing. And they did. And they ended up producing the most beautiful sunflowers at the end of fall. And my son just absolutely loved them. They, when they died, we got more seeds. We had planned to plant them again the next year and that didn't happen. So we enjoyed one year of sunflowers. And so where you plant your seeds matter. You have to have the right soil. You have to make sure that there's enough protection for it to grow. So sometimes that means we have to put some barriers around the things that we're growing. Sometimes we need to just start small, right? We need to start small, in a little Dixie cup, protect it up by the house. And then as you start to grow, maybe you're going to be uprooted and planted into a new pot where you can fully put those roots in to withstand when the winds come and the storms come and all those things to be able to grow and flourish. And the same is true for us. The same is true for us. These last couple of weeks, we've been talking about finding the path that God wants us on and producing fruit. 
in order to put down those roots and produce fruit, we've got to have this good soil. We've got to have this good soil. And we're going to talk today about how we create that, how we get there. And also just like the sunflowers that started in a small little cup and had to be uprooted into a new pot to grow. Sometimes we get to this place where we are growing, but we've reached all that we can do. And we have to be completely uprooted and replanted somewhere else and continue to continue to be able to grow and produce the fruits that we have. And so we're going to go to Luke chapter eight. I was reading through this this weekend. I thought, oh my goodness, this is so perfectly fitting for what we've been talking about. And so Jesus is sharing a parable here and it's talking about a sower went out to sow some seeds. Some fell on the ground and they were trampled up and ate by the birds in the sky. (laughs) We witnessed how that happened. Some fell on rocky ground and when it grew, it withered for lack of moisture. Some fell amidst thorns and though they were able to grow, they were eventually choked by the thorns and others fell on good soil. And when it grew, it produced fruit. There's our word. We've been talking about this this last couple of weeks. So getting the seed into the right soil in order to produce the fruit. So you read a little bit further in Luke and he starts to take this a little bit further. He says, the seed that falls on the path that the bird comes to eat. So these are the people who have heard the word of God, but the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe. He just swoops right in. He sees you sitting there and you don't have any roots planted. And so he just plucks you right up. And so this is for the seasons where maybe you hear about Jesus, but you just don't get it. Or maybe you you know he's out there, but you don't believe in him. You just wonder why all these people get it and you don't. Maybe you're mad. Maybe you're mad at Jesus for something that happened in your life and you're just not buying into it anymore. And we talked about this in some of our first episodes. So if you're feeling this, maybe go back there. But just kind of a quick recap is, is you know, as we grow, we learn that Jesus does not punish us. He doesn't want us to go through all the suffering in this world, but we live in a broken world. We live in a broken world where sometimes evil evil prevails because we all have free will and we experience hurt and heartache. And so maybe you're just thinking that Jesus doesn't love you. And I was actually, I looked at this verse, Isaiah 54, 10, and I loved it. And I thought this was so fitting to share here. It said, though the mountains leave their place and the hills be shaken, my love shall never leave you, nor my covenant of peace be shaken, says the Lord who has mercy on you. So even though your world shakes, even though things are just falling apart, Jesus's love will never leave you. He will always love you. And his promise to give you peace will not be shaken. And I I hope and pray that there can be a day where a Bible verse may just speak to someone and change their heart. And and that may not do that today. And I'm fully aware of that because I think in order to get to this place where you actually see Jesus working is seeing the whole picture and seeing how Jesus has been before he came to this earth to see how he was during his time here and after and how it all kind of plays together in that role. So if you're there, I'm just proud of you for being here. I'm just proud of you for being here and knowing that maybe there's something more because just by showing up here, you're starting to plant those roots so that you can dig in a little bit deeper. And I also shared this quote on social media this week. It was in Zephaniah 317 that said, the Lord, your God is with you. The mighty warrior who saves you, he will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. And so what I see here is that you can come to Jesus however you want. Come to him mad, angry, happy, crying, questioning. He just wants you to come to him and he will take great delight over you. He's not here to rebuke you. We know in Romans 8, 1, there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. We see it here. He's not going to rebuke you. He's going to rejoice 
and sing over you and be your savior who saves you. And then we get to the seed that falls on rocky ground. And so this is a person who hears, they receive it, but they just can't plant the roots. They believe for a short time and fall away quickly. And so I feel like, I feel like so many of us get here. It's like, we believe in Jesus, things are going good, but then something happens and life gets hard and all of a sudden we just fall away, right? Cause we don't have the roots to withstand when the storms come and we all get here. I've totally been here. So if you're here, you're not alone. Remember what we talked about in the last couple weeks that as soon as you get into the place where you can start to grow and produce the fruits that Jesus wants you to, the enemy is going to come in. He's going to come in with storms because he does not want you producing fruit. And so so these are when the storms come in and they knock us down because we just haven't got to this place where we can fully grow. Or maybe you are in this place where you believe in God and then something happens and you pray to him and we you pray to him for a miracle and we encourage this, but it just doesn't come through. It just doesn't come through how you thought it would. And so now you don't, you don't think God hears you. You don't think he's there and it just shakes you away. So how do you plant those deeper roots? How do you get in deeper when even when the world gets so stormy, so windy, and so hard that you can stand, withstand it and continue to grow and produce fruits? The way you continue to plant deeper roots is to get to know Jesus more. Because when you get to know him more, you start to have this more unwavering faith in him. So reading the Bible more talking to Jesus more. If you want to grow in relationship with someone, maybe it's just a friend, a significant other, whatever it may be, the best way to grow in that relationship is close proximity, being around one another. And if you think back to when you were brand new in any relationship, it's usually awkward at first. (laughs) Sometimes the awkwardness takes a little bit longer. Sometimes you don't know what to say or there's awkward silence. But the more you come together, the more you get to know that person, the more natural that relationship feels. And that's the same thing with Jesus. So it's close proximity. It's getting to know him. It's reading your Bible and it's diving in and talking to him and learning how he works, letting letting him into your heart and knowing how he functions so that you can start to create that relationship with him. Before we finish off this podcast episode, I want to make sure you know about our prayer and workouts. These happen every Saturday live at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're also about ready to launch our replay so you can go back and play old ones. Each week, they align with our podcast episode. So we take the podcast episode and we put it in motion and we go a little bit deeper in the topic. You can walk, you can run, you can do an elliptical, a stationary bike. You can be walking or running indoors or outside. If you want to come join us, we would love to have you. You can enroll at homerunning.com slash virtual events. And just because you listen to this podcast episode, if you message me, I will get you a link to join us at no cost or to get a replay at no cost. So just send me a message. All my information is in the show notes or just enroll at palmrunning.com slash virtual events. And now for the seed that falls in thorns. This is for the person who you hear the word of God. You plant those roots. You've got them in there. You've got them deep, but you start to get choked up by the anxieties and the riches and the pleasures of life. And so you fail to produce mature fruit. I'm pretty sure that every single one of us lives here at some point. We've talked so much about these flesh desires, and these are things that we all fall into. We've all got something of the world that we tend to live for because we're human and we're flawed. So maybe for you, it's constantly living to have more, doing more, 
being recognized. Maybe this is publicly in your career. Maybe it's on social media. Maybe it's just within your home. Maybe you are striving for the biggest bank account or living on the right street or having the most put together kids and outfits or whatever it might be. Some people, it's a checklist. As simple as that. You live and die by that checklist. And if you don't get it done, you're not successful. And so all your cards fall into that checklist. Or maybe you're the person that just gets caught up by anxieties or just feeling anxious or worried about things to the point that you just, you can't fully be present because you can't surrender control. You can't surrender that control to Jesus. And I know I, I go through a lot of this and I feel like this could be a topic all in of itself. So if you are someone who just tends to worry or you let fear hold you back, let me know and we can do a whole podcast episode just on that. And then finally, the seed that gets to rich soil. This is for the person who hears the word of God. You embrace it with a generous and a good heart and you bear fruit with perseverance. Let's talk about this word perseverance because I think that this is our ticket here. The definition of perseverance is persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. It's in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. So this means it's not gonna be easy to get here. It's going to be hard. It's going to take a lot of work. You're probably not going to get there (laughs) as fast as you want. And to be truthfully honest, this is probably always going to be a constant battle to get to this place and create this rich soil. And it's going to take time. And it's going to take us time to get there. But if we persevere, despite it being hard, we will. And we'll get to produce this beautiful fruit that we can share with the world. And so here's what I love about soil. Sometimes a harvest that just doesn't produce any fruit can be turned over and it can be turned over and used to nourish and fertilize the soil. So maybe you've gone through a hard season. Maybe you've got caught up in whichever one of these things we've talked about today. You can turn that over and you can put that down into the ground and let it be used to create a rich soil that will now produce good fruit. Maybe you're someone who's got the rocks and the thorns (laughs) in your garden and maybe you just need to do a little bit of elbow elbow work and get your hands dirty and get them removed. Maybe right now you just planted yourself in a small place and maybe you're outgrowing that space and you're at the verge of just tipping over or not having the roots to withstand and you need to be up, you need to be uprooted and replanted in a bigger field that allows you to grow into everything that God made you for. So what's, let's recap. What is rich soil? It's being rooted in Jesus. It is hearing his word and embracing it with a generous and good heart. And the definition of generous is just simply showing kindness to others. That's what this is about. This isn't about producing fruit for us. It's about producing fruit for others so that they can experience the goodness that comes when you grow in alignment with Jesus. And so let's think about this as we close. How does something grow? In order for something to grow, it has to be placed in the ground. It has to be under the ground in a dark season in order to start growing and see the light. I listened to this quote by Les Brown this week and it was so good and I thought so fitting that I wanted to share it here. It says, remember, you've been planted, not buried. You are planted in this mess, not buried in it. And so if you are planted in it, you can expect to come back up again. You have been planted and let me tell you, maybe you have just been planted in a new a new place that's asking you to produce new fruit. It's probably dark. It's probably cold. You probably have no idea how you're going to get out, might even get wet. But Jesus is with you in the soil. And sometimes it's some of those darkest, hardest moments 
that are the ones that cause you to break off some of those outer shells that are preventing you from growing. And while life can be hard, and sometimes, especially in the moment, it doesn't make sense, some of those hardest, darkest moments can help you produce some of the most beautiful fruit if you take the time to keep creating that rich soil and keep Jesus with you when it's dark so that you can produce his fruit when you get back to the light. So this is all about bearing fruit, being the person who takes the time to create the rich soil, to go through the dark seasons, to live in God's word, to know how he understands, and then to act on it, to act on it and actually plant and actually grow and know that as you do that, you're going to create deep roots so that when the storms come, they don't shake you like they used to. You might sway side to side. You may stumble a little bit, but you are rooted in something that never fails, which is Jesus. And when you stay rooted in him, you are going to produce some of the most beautiful fruit that you can give to others to help them grow in their seasons where maybe they feel dark and alone. So it's time to nourish the ground that you're planted in right where you are today. Maybe it's time to clear the rocks, pull the weeds, stay connected to Jesus and grow that soil. Maybe it's time to uproot and get into a bigger field. But as long as you keep your eyes on him, eyes on him, focused on him, keep growing in that relationship, he will always lead you back to where you're meant to be. Let's close today in prayer. Jesus, thank you so much for helping me to nourish the soil that I'm planted in. Help me to remember that I have been planted, not buried. Even though where I'm sitting right now feels so dark and so heavy, help me to know that if I keep focused on you, that I will grow and that I will produce fruit because you are the one that helps that happen in my life. Jesus, thank you for being with me. Thank you for helping me in the seasons where I didn't produce fruit and for always loving me and welcoming me with open arms. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you so, so much for being here and listening into our podcast every week. We appreciate you more than you know, your messages, your shares on social media. One of the biggest ways that you can help us with this podcast is just simply to get it into more people's hands. So if you know a friend or a family member who you think might enjoy this, please feel free to share it with them. If you love our content or just want to give us a rating and review, whatever it may be, please feel free to do that because that also helps us grow. And we just want to say thank you for running this race with us. We'll see you next week.